Go Loud presents Opinions Matter with Jeremy Dixon. Hi, my name is Rona Cullinan and I'm a special needs mom to three amazing children. We've been using CBD oil for the last couple of years and it has completely transformed our lives and I cannot recommend it enough. We have a great show uh, lined up for you today. Uh, the Opinions Matter podcast is brought to you with thanks to Greenheart CBD. Greenheart CBD is the leading licensed Irish sustainable producer of CBD oil products. And if you're in the, the market for CBD oil, as I know a lot of you are, uh, we use it in our house for back pain and stuff like that. Um, why not check out greenheartcbd.ie? That's greenheartcbd.ie. Now, what have we got coming up on today's show? Many of you listening to this may have smoked cannabis in the past, or maybe you're a regular smoker now, or maybe on the flip side, you've never tried it at all. That would be me, hands up. I've never tried it all. Have you never. tried it? Yeah. No, I've never had an interest in trying Never tried any drugs. Have you yet. never been curious? No. No? Even when you were young and rebellious? I was never young and rebellious. That, okay. that was obviously the problem. Anyway, uh, Richard got in contact with us to bring up this topic. If you were listening yesterday, remember we asked you to contact us, uh, which you can do at any time uh, on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash K and Jeremy D. And uh, Richard contacted us and he has an issue. And I want to share his post with you and see what you think it is. He says, hi, could you please give me some advice for a situation that me and my wife are currently going through, please? Um, yesterday I found weed in my 18 year old son's bedroom and I'm so angry not only am I angry about the fact that my son is smoking weed but I'm also deeply concerned about the fact that I know smoking weed can lead to stronger drug use and mixing with the wrong crowds or even possibly having drug dealers ending up at my door causing trouble and looking for money I have two other young children living in the house who I must also think about they're 9 and 11 understandably the thoughts of my son bringing drugs into our home has me furious to the point where I'm considering uh, kicking him out I really don't know what to do Uh, I do not want him thinking that he can behave this way and also risk bringing trouble to our door I'm also worried about him ending up on harder drugs and bringing more drugs into the house Uh, should we kick him out and get it over with has anyone been in this situation i was talking to my brother last night about it and he thinks that i'm overreacting and that is from richard who is looking for your advice and we'd love to hear from you 085-825-2626 that's 085-825-2626 now as i said i'm going to put my hands up straight away uh, on this topic and say i have never um taken cannabis um i would have a fairly dim view. Sorry? First of all, you don't take cannabis. You smoke cannabis. cannabis. It's not heroin. No, I know, but I've never taken it into my system. Um, I'd have a fairly dim view on cannabis. I I don't see the need for it. However, I do understand the popularity of it. And, I mean, I see groups of teenagers outside my shops, outside my local shops every day, and they're all smoking cannabis. Mm -hmm. I dread the day, well, I hope my son won't end up taking it. But as a parent, uh, it worries me immensely how, because when I was in school, it wasn't widespread. Different era, like I'm obviously uh, a lot older than you, and I remember in my year, there was maybe two, two lads. That, really? Yeah, no, it, it was wasn't. very common when I was in school. It's huge now, isn't yeah. it? I don't, um, I don't see the big issue with it. Yeah, you, but you'd, you'd have an issue with your teenager. Yeah. Know, yeah. But, that's, that's but the then thing. again, it's, does this father let his child drink alcohol? His 18-year-old drink alcohol because I believe in some circumstances, in certain, some circumstances, alcohol is more dangerous 
and far more likely to be a gateway drug. I don't believe cannabis is a gateway drug. Now, I'm not an expert, but I don't. But um, the, the argument I've never... And we're going to talk to people, obviously, uh, during this podcast, mm. too, who take cannabis. The, 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 the hypocrisy that I've never understood yeah. about cannabis is when people say... Um, I smoke cannabis every day, uh, but I'm not addicted to it. But if you have to take it every day, then you are addicted. And secondly, they'll say, well, it doesn't affect me in any way. If it doesn't affect you in any way, why would you bother taking it? Some people, it just mellows them out, takes an edge off. It's like having a glass of wine at night. Personally, I would actually, I'm probably going to be shot for saying this, I would like to see it legalized for two reasons. One is so that it could be regulated. Yeah. So, you know, we we know what people are smoking. And two, to take the power out of the drug dealer's hands. Like you read the email there and this guy's worried about drug dealers showing up at his door. Yeah. Take it, take the power away from the drug dealers. I always use this analogy. A room full of men. I'm going to use men because men tend to be more physical with alcohol in their system. Uh, smoking cannabis and a room full of men drinking alcohol. Which room in that moment, I'm not talking about long term or psychological issues. Which room in that moment do you think is going to be the problematic room? Not the one with alcohol. Alcohol. Because, Way more. Because some people just turn into arseholes when yeah. they have alcohol in them. Yeah. I'd say cocaine is the bigger problem. Yes. Anyway, I'd like to hear from you. 085-825-2626. 085-825-2626. It's the Opinions Matter podcast with Jeremy and Katie. And let us go to Jordan. How are you, Jordan? I'm good. How are things? Good. Now, what do you want to say about this? Well, first, I was going to say that, like, I've smoked it a few times in my life, but, like, it won't be, like, say, a proper smoker of it. But I don't see a big harm in it that compared to other things. And when you say you've you've taken it or you've smoked it uh, often, when was the last time you smoked it? Oh, like, I haven't smoked it, like, in years. Like, but, like, I wouldn't have smoked it every day or every week. Like, it would have been a very rare thing. But I don't see that it's harmless compared to... It's harmful compared to alcohol or even cigarettes, in that fact. Well, we can't say it's harmless because uh, it's not It's not harmless. Well, well, like, if you look at it, like, um, the facts there say that you can't overdose from it. Like, it's... You would literally have to smoke your entire body weight of cannabis to be hospitalized for. No, no, no. Obviously, you can't. You can't overdose from it. But is it? Well, why is Richard worried? Uh, he's worried for two reasons, and these are valid reasons because we've heard these stories in the past. A lot of people who who use cannabis can end up racking up a huge, huge drug bill, and that's something that's something you don't want. Yeah, but like. You can say the same thing for alcohol. Like if you if you abuse alcohol, that can lead you to harder drugs as well. So, yeah, I suppose um, the, the the difference is uh, about alcohol. Okay, is no shop is going to give you alcohol and say, well, you can pay me back in a month's time, okay? Whereas a you dealer... You can't get alcohol on tick. You can't get say. alcohol on tick, no, no. Whereas your dealer will keep giving you uh, cannabis until you rack up that bill and then come knocking on your door and say, how are you, Jordan? Uh, remember those couple of bags he mm. bought off me over the last couple of months? That would be my concern as well. Yeah, that well, would be my main concern about cannabis is like just, you know, the, the debt. But in terms of, a, you know, a health kind of thing, I drink alcohol, so I'm not going to sit here and judge someone. I totally believe that if alcohol was founded today, it would be illegal and same with cigarettes. Yeah. I also think that, you know, if you look at, I've been fans for them a couple of times, so they'll be enough, and I have been to a coffee shop in there, and it's totally safe there. It's a place where it, you would actually like, go on a date with somebody over there. You see many couples going there for a date and things like that. And 
if you look like say here for example as I live in Blanchardstown and you're, you're hearing stories that people are being brought to court over like the smallest amount of weight and like where's the, where's the sense in that like well that, that, that you know, the thing is that doesn't happen anymore Jordan yeah you know you very rarely in fact I, I would imagine in fact most most of my friends who are guards wouldn't even but is, you know is, if they catch if you're caught carrying it they don't they don't really care do no, they no not for personal it's, it's use it's when you're selling it that's no, you, the issue no if, if, if you open your, your bonnet or your, your booze of your car and, you and have, you've got a, you've got a kilo weed, of yeah. it yeah obviously yeah, yeah. So like I, I've met a few people say over the past two three years that um, they would smoke weed and if they got caught by the guards and if it's more than three times they'd be brought to car to say 50 euro worth like because they've been caught more than once. Yeah, I mean that that, 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 that that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I just I, I just don't see the common sense in that. I also think as well that we're in 2022 now. Like, I think it's time that it should be welcome. Don't get me wrong. I understand the fairness concerns. Like, you won't waste our drug deals knocking anybody's off. But I think we're in 2022 now. I think it should be legalized. I think. It would be like if you look at the amount of money that's been lost through the pandemic. Yeah, it could generate some serious tax. It could generate a yeah. serious amount of money to your family. Yeah. And like if you look before pandemic happened, the amount of people that were going to Amsterdam just to smoke weed, the amount of money they would have generated as an economy over there. Yeah, but you also have to look at the flip side of that. And thanks very much for your call, uh, Jordan. You have to look at the flip side of that. The amount of, and people use this argument all the time about the amount of money that it would generate. Also, the amount of money that would be used then for mental health services. And we can't gloss over the fact that long-term cannabis use can lead yeah. to adverse mental health. I but mean, so can alcohol. Jonathan, yeah, but alcohol is... Co- well, you can't buy alcohol now. Once, the, once you've opened the door, yeah... Yes. You can't close that door again. And but we, we already have... We're never going to ban... There's no point even talking about that because we're never going to ban alcohol. Yes, alcohol is not going to be banned. cannabis may become legal. But what I'm saying was once that happens, that once that, that horse is bolted, uh, there's no going back. Okay, well, look, let's get back to the issue at hand. And this is Richard's message. I would imagine, listen, reading that email when I came in today and opening it on the, the email account when he sent it to us, the first thing I thought was he's probably not very educated about cannabis. He seems to he's acting like he's after finding a load of heroin in yeah. his childhood. I mean, bedroom. Jonathan has been on as well. Jeremy is talking about something he knows very little about, uh, and it's an old Irish idea. But Jonathan, if I know very little about it, I'm sure you know loads about it. So why don't you contact us with your expertise? And you don't have to have smoked it to understand. No, you don't have to. That, that's like saying, Jonathan, um, I don't know your situation, um, Jonathan. But if you don't have kids, then that'd be like me saying, "Well, you don't have an opinion on this because Richard is talking about his son." So, Jonathan, you don't have kids; you have no opinion on the thing. You know what I mean? That's ridiculous. Hmm. You, have, you don't have to have taken something to uh, like. I've never uh, driven my car while drunk, Jonathan, but I still know that drink driving is bad. Yeah. So it's a ridiculous uh, comparison to make. Let's go to Sue. How are you, Sue? Hi. How are you? Hi, you, Sue. How do you do? What's What's up with you today, Sue? No, the most I just think that is that way overreacting. And do you have children? Do you have children yourself? I do. I have four. Um, are any of them at the age where they might start experimenting with cannabis? Um, my eldest is fifteen, but he knows the right and wrong. So I don't think I'd throw him out. I think I'd rather guide them than kick them out. And have you ever have you ever told them not to or to stay away from the stuff? Have you? Sorry, say that again, Sue? Sorry, I didn't hear you there. Yeah, have you ever had this conversation with him, told him to stay away from it, or have you told him, you know, 
cannabis. Yeah, well, where we live, it's very uh, common and popular up where we live. People okay. who smoke at first part. So, yeah, I have guys who <clears throat> I have told them it's just uh, not the right way to go down. It's just not. So, well, 15. if he's 15, though, he's oh. not 18. If, my, if I found him walking on my 18 year old and smoking a joint, yeah, I'd have a fit, but I wouldn't kick him out because. What's kicking them out going to do? No, I think it's ridiculous. To, I think it's ridiculous. To kicking them out also is more likely to lead him on to harder stuff because he's going to get exactly. in with God knows where, God knows who, doing God knows what. Yeah. Like, I mean, exactly. as I said, yeah. it's not, he didn't find a crack pipe and a bag of heroin or crystal meth. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. a bag of weed. I know, but... It's not no, like but he walked in and he's sitting there with a needle in his arm or anything. Yes, no. yeah. He had a puff of a joint. But... Having said that, with two younger kids in the house as well, the worry is that you shouldn't but have... But chances are the mother's probably down on a few glasses of wine at the weekend with kids in the house. Probably more down on vodka. Yeah, exactly. What's the difference? <laughs> you know what, lads, I don't know. Well, probably because a lot of people don't consider alcohol a gateway. Alcohol's a drug, by the way. but they probably Alcohol don't... is very much a gateway yeah. drug. Alcohol is the number one drug. Yes. Yeah, but what's the gateway to, Casey? When I was younger, I tried smoking cannabis I don't smoke it now I don't have a problem with it it's not on my radar it's not on my husband's radar yeah. but I have never when I was younger um, smoked cannabis and then been a danger to myself or anyone else okay we're not talking about adults uh, well I mean he is 18 years of age we're talking about a child or a son here and how the father feels about it and you're saying the father has nothing to worry about Sue um, no not really he didn't walk in and find a harder drug to me it's, it's a plant it's a cannabis plant and I know a lot of people who smoke cannabis for anxiety, yep. for people that have, have cancer. There's a lot of people around of me that smoke cannabis and they don't just use it. They yep. smoke it in their own time. So maybe his son has his own reasons for smoking it and just didn't want to tell his dad about it because his dad seems really, really old still. Okay, say, not- well, say it for a sec because uh, Mick, would you be old school? You have a big issue with what Sue was saying there. Uh, sorry, Jamie, I, I don't know if it's my line or not, but I could barely make out what she was saying. But well, she's saying there's, way, there's nothing for the father to worry about, to be honest. Even though he found a bag of weed in his, in his kid's room? Yep. Right, I'm going to lay it down to you right now, man. I have... Sorry, say yes. that again. Yeah, you have what? I have two boys, three girls. Okay. Aged 17 down. And every single one of them have been told if I find the slightest drug in their possession. Uh, I told them if they find the slightest drug in their possession, they're being shown the front door and they're never coming back. Well, Sue? I just think that's pretty harsh. Um, depending on really which drug, I think I would kick my kids out if they were there smoking a crack pipe or and something really major. But I, a bit of weird because I don't see the big deal with that at all. Honestly, let's just... So you think, you think Mick is... An uh, old... You couldn't throw your kids out for smoking a bit of weed. That's, I really could not throw my son out for smoking weed. He needs to calm down and just have a chat with his son rather than kick him out onto the street. It's harder drugs out on the street, easier got than the weed. And Mick, Mick, what exactly have you said to your kids? So you, you, even if it's cannabis, if you catch um, if you catch your teenager with a small bag, bag of cannabis for personal use, he's gone. He's out of the house. Yeah, straight out the door, and he might as well be just. I'm sorry, I don't care what anyone thinks about me, and I don't really care because I've told my wife this as well, and it said that's very, the very harsh. Mate. Sorry, uh, Kate, Casey's shaking her head at you here, Mick. 
I've suffered personal loss through drugs and I've never done drugs myself, thank God. And, that's very, that and, and I'm loss. sorry that you have suffered personal well, loss through drugs, but most people who smoke a bit of cannabis, now I'm not talking about, you know, people who are smoking it constantly all day, every day and going out and doing a bag of coke at the week- weekend. I'm talking about genuine recreational users who aren't using it that much. Most of them won't end up um, in a situation like that. Well, I would hope, I'd like to think, but, you know... I don't think cannabis itself to forget about the other drugs for a moment I don't think cannabis itself is as dangerous as some people believe it to be Okay, I have no illusions of how like dangerous it is compared to the likes of heroin crack and like that I'm under no illusions of that I do not accept drugs in any circumstances I don't give a do shit do you drink cannabis, do I drink yeah honestly do you want me honest I probably drink three times a year Okay, so you don't know, so yeah. and then once during the summer. And how would you feel about them drinking? Well, I'm going to be honest. Uh, my 16 year old has had a drink with me because he wanted to taste it. Yeah. And um, I've never given them alcohol. He doesn't go and after drinking. And I've always told him if he ever wants to have a drink in the at home, I have no problem at home. Yeah, oh, that's but brilliant. Yeah, that's rather, good. I would rather he waits till like 17, 18. But like I have a flat zero tolerance on drugs. But you know, alcohol is, is can be as dangerous, Mick, as cannabis, if not I more dangerous in some I circumstances. I used to do dog work. I'm well aware of what your alcohol does, but I'm also well aware of what drugs does, and I'm not just talking about cannabis. But well, we are talking about cannabis. We're not talking about heroin. Nobody here is going to say that heroin or meth is okay. For the sake of the conversation, let's keep on the cannabis side of things. Yeah, and I think, um, I think, and I think, Mick, to be honest, Katie is very naive about the the side effects of long-term no, cannabis listen, use. I think I'm you are. I'm not naive, Jeremy. I know there are side effects of long... But there are side effects of long-term anything. There are side effects of long-term alcohol or binge drinking. I'm just not going to say... Hey, do you not think I should keep my kids away from the, the harmful stuff, no? No, I think... Obviously, no parent wants their kid to smoke. Jesus, I wouldn't even... If I found a packet of cigarettes like in my child's uh, room when he's 18, I'd be upset because nobody likes to think of their kids smoking or doing drugs. I absolutely agree with you. I will teach my kids, you know, don't do drugs, period. But... I, don't, I wouldn't kick them out of the house if I found a bag of cannabis. No, well, I, well my youngest, I'm going to be honest with you, is 12, and I've talked to all of them, and I've told them all, if they're covered drugs, they're out the door, and as far as I'm concerned, they're in a grave. I will never have on to do with them again. Because you, you obviously believe that, and I mean, here's the thing about cannabis users, and they're, when they listen back to this podcast, they're all going to get very upset with me, because they're going to say, oh, I'm uneducated, and I know nothing about cannabis. But I do know from hearing uh, stories uh, of other, from other people that it can lead to, to psychological uh, disorders. It can lead to uh, ending yep. up in, in huge debt uh, to, to drug dealers. And who wants that for their kids? Well, Jeremy, I've seen it both sides. I've seen people who sell it. I've seen people who take it. And I've seen people who end up in debt over it. And I've seen people who start on cannabis, stay on cannabis, but have then gone on to the likes of cocaine. And like, you just you just see the transitions. And I just don't want that for my kids, and I'll keep it for as long as I can. And would you genuinely, I know, I know a lot of it is fighting talk sometimes, but would you genuinely kick an 18-year-old out of the house if you, if you caught, if you found out he was smoking cannabis? Jeremy, I'd kick a 16-year-old out of my bleeding house if I caught him with cannabis. And you wouldn't care? I know, what, and you wouldn't I care where we ended up? But no, I wouldn't care. And I'm going, I don't give a shit, Jeremy. I'll be honest with you. I'll be frank with you. I have, and I mean, an absolute zero tolerance for drugs. I fucking hate them. And I wish anybody who sells them to step out in front of a car or a bus or a truck. 
But I just had zero tolerance and if my kids ever came in with it, no, nah, good luck, all the best, take care, go, for, go live with your fucking data. Because they're not bringing that trouble to my house and they're not bringing their deaths to my pocket. Are you not supposed to be supporting your kids when they when they need your help? I will support my kids through health. I will support my kids through well-being. I will support my kids in everything that benefits them. I will never support them through anything that will they choose to do that will negatively influence their lives. Mick, can I ask you, if cannabis was made legal tomorrow, okay, let's say Why are we talking about that, though? It's not no, going no, to be. It's not I'm going to be, though. Hindsight, there's a reason I'm asking this. If cannabis was made legal tomorrow, and I, and I respect the fact that, you know, Mick has said that he's suffered personal loss as a result of drugs, um, which I'm really sorry to hear, but I'm just playing but, the devil's advocate but, here, but yeah. um, if cannabis was made legal tomorrow, would you have a problem then with, with your kids smoking it? Well, obviously nobody wants their kids smoking, but would you kick them out of the house? The legalities of it don't really come into effect for me, Katie. It's fact that it's a drug. With all due respect, or, Mick, you'll sit down and have a beer with him. Yeah, but are you, as a parent, yeah, he has I a right... Yeah. I will have a beer in a controlled control environment, Katie. I will never... Like I've told my kids, market drinking also is not acceptable. Yeah. Now, if they're going to a friend's house to have a beer, I will be in touch with those parents. I'll make sure there's a guardian on the premises at all times. Yeah. And under no circumstances is even market drinking allowed. Okay, stay there for a second, please, Mick. There's a lot of reaction coming in. If you want to uh, react to what uh, Mick is saying. Does anybody agree with Mick? Would you also? Well, obviously lots of parents agree, but I agree with them. Not, not about kicking your, your, your child No, out. no, listen, nobody wants their child smoking anything. Even, even tobacco, I don't want my kids smoking. And I hope in, you know, 16, 17 years time when it comes to that, that all this has changed, but I don't think it will. Um, but, you know, we also have to be able to see it for what it is. I know, but I did, last week I was in a, a certain coffee shop and myself and my wife were sitting mm. down in the coffee shop and we were looking out the window and there was two young fellas. One was about 16 and one, I swear to God, he was only about 12 years of age. That's and, scary. And he was, he was yeah. smoking a joint outside this coffee shop. I, how do you know it was a joint? Not oh, a rolly? Oh, you could smell it as soon as you went out. Yeah. Jesus, it was um, yeah. it was a, definitely should the size of the thing. You look like Snoop Dogg, the size of the thing. But it, I know, it, when it, you see young kids, And I'm telling you, this yeah. is not an exaggeration because, and it takes a lot to shock my wife, but she was like, Jesus Christ. I know. Imagine that being your 12-year-old. I mean, that's I know. That's, that's a good. different story, though. That's different to an adult who, you know, knows what they're doing. I a 12-year-old's probably doing it because he thinks it's cool. Yeah, or he's in the wrong group. Uh, Vanessa, how are you? Your own opinions matter. How are things? How are you? Good. Now, what do you want to say on this? Um, I want to get back to the original person that that made the um, made the comment. Yeah. Uh, to me, to me, it seems that because he's at a crossroads now, he's very angry. He has two other children in the house, and I can understand where he's coming from. And I'd never want to tell people or dictate to people how they should feel about drugs in their house. I think it's a learning curve for them, for for Richard and his wife, um, because one, he has the opportunity to learn from his son and who he's ha- the son is hanging out with or the child is hanging out with. And the other is, what is he actually teaching all three children if he kicks out the older son? What he's actually teaching him is you can't come to your parents uh, with something like drugs, with something like alcohol dependency, with something that is too big for us to want to handle. Yeah, I mean, you should, um, your 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 children should never be afraid to be able to approach you and tell you about different things. Uh, and I'm sure, say that twelve year old and myself, my wife saw last week smoking outside the uh, outside the coffee shop uh, in Dundrum. Yeah? Um, yeah, his parents probably have no idea that he, or maybe they do. 
I can't imagine any parent would be tolerant of that. It's probably not tolerant, but I mean, again, you also have to think about the other side of things, that if you issue the ultimatum of get out of my house or stop the, stop the cannabis, what are you actually doing in that situation? You're, you're issuing an ultimatum instead of actually calmly, as an adult, speaking to your adult child, you're, you're throwing a tantrum and you're throwing ultimatums. Get out of my house or get yeah. rid of the cannabis. Okay, well, let, let, let me put that to Mick. That ultimatums are not the way forward when it comes to your kids. You need to sit down and have conversations with them rather than saying, if you smoke this, you're out of the house. You're, you're fending for yourself. You're on the streets. You know, Jeremy, I've never said, to me, like, that was never the, it was never at that point. I have, I have sat down, I have talked to them, I've talked to them about the repercussions that the drugs had on me, on Percy, and I did finish the conversation with, if you're caught with it, if you bring it into my house, if I even smell it on you, you can get out. That's an ultimatum. Yeah, well then, put a label on it if you want, man, but I don't care. At the end of the day, I will, con- do I will do everything in my power to keep my kids from that. you not think by making such a big deal out of it, you're that. making, and I'm not being funny here, but we, we all know what it's like to be teenagers. We like to for go against true, the grain. Yes. Do you not think you're making it a little bit sexier for them because you're forbidden? <laughs> well, I'm going to be honest with you. If they want to take, I'm going to be honest with you. If they want to take that risk, they can take that risk. And as I tell my wife, if she supports them in that decision, there's the dog for her too. Jesus. Wow. Vanessa, what do you make of that? What, what I make of that is what you're actually doing in that situation is you're isolating your child and you're actually pushing them more towards the dealer because one of the ways I've lost friends to drugs as well. I've lost drugs to, uh, friends to alcohol too. Um, and one of the ways these dealers actually press the, the kids, and I'm talking about from 14, 15, 16 years old, is telling them, your parents don't understand, don't care about you. Your parents don't, you can't talk to your parents. We're the only ones you can trust. And they, they feed on that isolation. They feed on that uh, on that vulnerability. And what you're actually doing is you're creating a situation for your child where they're more vulnerable, where they're more anxious to, um, to, to if, they're, if they're cut off, if they're kicked out of the house, to you know, avoid that feeling of being rejected by their parents and you're actually pushing them more towards the dealers. You're doing the opposite of what you want to be doing. Yeah, that's a fair point. Thanks very much for your uh, call, Vanessa. If you want to get in on this, 085-825-2626. That's 085-825-2626. It's the Opinions Matter podcast with Jeremy and Katie. And we're talking, uh, and I'll read it again very quickly for you, uh, briefly, about Richard's email. Um, Basically, his 18-year-old son, he caught uh, his son with cannabis in the house, and he's very, very angry about it that he smoked it in the house. They have two younger children, age 9 and 11, and he's basically given him an ultimatum uh, where he has said, you know, if you... uh, if you don't give this up, um, you're out of the house. And we also have Mick on the line who was saying pretty much that he said this uh, to his kids as well, that um, he's more or less warned them that if they, uh, if he ever catches them using drugs, even a soft drug, um, and it, is it even a soft drug, Mick, like anything? We don't classify a soft drug. I classify maybe on a slight light-term alcohol as a soft drug as long as not doing it in excess. Stay there for a second. There's a huge reaction. Uh, let me go to uh, Dylan. How are you, Dylan? How are you, man? How's things? Good. Now, what do you want to say about this? I just think it's been a bit blown out of proportion there. Like, if you look back, if you look back at the track record of cocaine in the 90s, I bet you every single parent out there has probably done it once or at least tried it. 
And the fact, the fact that he's trying to say that he's worried that it's going to turn him into like it's not a gateway drug, marijuana. You know, if you like it, you like it. If not, you're not. The people who end up doing the harder drugs, they're the people who have problems before they use any drug, and they're going to end up there anyway. But I would imagine you're saying it's not a gateway drug. Um... It's not. There's no way possible it's a gateway drug. People use it, and because people use it first off, when they get, then it only comes up with the bad name. It's a gateway drug because people look for the next toy. But if they were to try cocaine first. That'd be considered a gateway drug because they'd look for heroin or ecstasy or something like that. But if you but if you speak to a lot of people who are on heroin or who are on cocaine now, and you ask them what drug did they start off with, the chances are they probably did. That's so funny that you say that because earlier on on our Facebook page, a woman commented, I can't remember remember what her name was, but she says, "I am an addict." She said, "I didn't start on weed; I started on heroin." Did she? She started on heroin. They're hard stuff. So there is actually no addiction outside to marijuana it's more so the people smoke it with tobacco here in this country so they end up with nicotine cravings and stuff yeah. like that and they use it then they try to use it as a, a stress relief but what it does is it turns people into tomorrow people so instead of getting stuff done today you end up saying I'll do it tomorrow that's the only problem with weed that and you eat everything in your fridge so, so you, you, end up, you, you, yeah, you end up getting the munchies you get the munchies or people say you get the munchies, but it depends. Like if you're a lazy fucker going into smoking the weed, you're going to stay lazy. Like yeah. if you, I, I know people who, who smoke their brains away. They still get up and do their job nine to five every single day. I know this this perception kids. that everybody that smokes cannabis, they you know they're they're like Seth Rogen. Well, and, now the one thing know. I am delighted for now is that they have the drug side road testing for even cannabis. And I know some people will say, you know, driving with cannabis in your system is not that big a deal. Blah blah blah. Well, it, is, yeah. it is. Yeah. It is. Like I'm not I mean, a big anti cannabis person, but the, it also it depends on your extent. Like it's like alcohol, you can drive with one point in your system. You could probably drive with one point. But the fact is, if you go get yourself absolutely blitzed and jump into the car, you ask for any problems to bring on yourself. And what do you think of Mick uh, and the ultimatum he gave his kids? I think it's a bit ridiculous. Like, I mean, in this day and age, the way everyone is going on with the rights and people's depression and stuff like that, why didn't he sit down and have a conversation with his kid first? Instead of coming to the, the newspapers and social media to say, <laughs> oh, like, I'm kicking my kids out. It's a bit ridiculous. It's a bit OTT, is it? It's a bit way over the top. I mean, he puts it he's caught with a small bag of weed or whatever. Wouldn't it be a lot worse if it was cocaine and he was doing something that's not even manufactured properly? Yeah, but I guess, I guess, I guess that's the father's worry that it could uh, end up being cocaine. Steve, uh, how are you? Your own opinions matter. What's the story, Jeremy? Grant, what do you want to say about this? Well, look, I've been smoking weed for a long, long, long time. Now, come in, how, how long? How long are we talking? Well, when I was about 14, I started smoking hash because there was no weed in Ireland at the time. Okay. And ever, ever since then, I just kind of progressed. Now, I have tried every drug known to man bar from heroin. I've tried everything. And when people tell you that weed is not a gateway drug, they're fooling themselves and everybody else. Because what happens is you go to a party and somebody says to you, or you go to a drug dealer's house and they say to you, you want some weed? They say, yeah, give us a you know, 50 bag of weed. And they say, well, do you want to try this as well? This is MDMA or, you know, this is this is ecstasy or whatever it may be, or cocaine. And when you're in a situation where you're surrounded by, because most of the time, you know, you're a young guy, you're probably 16, 17 years of age and you're going into a house with adults in it and they're saying, try this, it's peer pressure. And you go, okay, I'll try it. And all of a sudden, you're taking everything else under the sun. If weed was legalized, which I don't think it should be because it kills your brain cells. And this is, trust me when I say this, this is going against everything I used to say about weed. 
because I smoked it for a long time. I thoroughly enjoyed it. But ever since I got off the weed, I'm wide awake. My brain works completely different since I stopped smoking weed. So did, now, you, I was did, smoking you, did you find that it was turning your brain to mush? Well, you, you, you tend to think that you're all philosophical, but I, what I want people to do who are listening now who smoke weed, next time you get a great idea when you smoke weed or you come up to a li- for, with lyrics of a song, write it down while you're high. And when you're not high, read it back and see how stupid it's like that you episode actually of sound. Guy. Did you ever see it where they're smoking weed and they're up on stage and they're playing music and they think they're great? Yeah, yes, they're, they're absolutely. <laughs> but then they come yeah. off and then they're crap. <laughs> So Absolutely. But it's interesting, Steve, as someone who, as you said, you, you took every drug uh, known to man. Um, yep. And a few not known to man, I'd imagine. Uh, to hear you uh, slamming cannabis and saying that, it, would you, as a, a long-term cannabis user, you can put your hand on your heart and say it is a gateway drug? Absolutely. Because now when I say I've tried everything, have you ever heard of ayahuasca? No, it's what's that? The, you know, it's, it's the stuff where you're supposed to be able to talk to aliens. You know, you um, Joe Rogan <clears throat> Joe Rogan was banging on about it for years. I was listening to Joe Rogan. And I think it's called 4ACO2, something like that. Um, I tried this, and it was an eight-hour trip where I was just seeing all sorts of mental colors and hallucinating and all sorts of crazy stuff. You know, as I said, I've tried it all. I've not much of it ever stuck. You know, it was only the weed that I ever really enjoyed smoking. And look, smoking weed is, is fun to smoke. But the problem is, like everything else, it's when you abuse something, it becomes a massive, massive problem. I couldn't function without weed. And now it's, a, now it's a case of, even if I go into a room, and because I have lots of friends who smoke weed, and I smell weed, I'm walking out that door because it's torn in my stomach. Really? Because I'm, 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 I know for a fact and it's torn my brain to mush. And that's after prolonged use, I guess. For a long, 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 long. I'd wake up in the morning and I would roll myself a joint. Okay, you, you, you are more educated than to talk about this than, than most people because of the amount of time that you've taken yeah. this drug. What would your warning to be, be to the thousands of parents who are listening to this now and who may be concerned or who are not concerned about their kids? Ah, Johnny's out smoking, smoking weed in the roll, but you're, geez, it's harmless, it's a plant. Um, what would your warning be to people who believe they're not addicted to, to cannabis, they just have two joints a day. What would your warning be? Stop being so naive. Stop listening to people like Joe Rogan who promotes it. Stop listening to assholes who say, oh, sure, look, it's, a, it's, it's better than drinking alcohol. Two wrongs don't make a right. And I hate when people use that ar- argument, which is, oh, people drink. Yeah, yeah, people drink and they ruin their livers and they become alcoholics. People Steve, smoke. Can you, can you and- say then that every person in this country <clears throat> who smokes weed is most likely going to end up on something else? You're going on there. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not going to say that. Gateway drug. No, I'm not going to say that they definitely will end up on something else, but it depends on the situation that they're in. If they go to a house where there's a party and they're smoking weed, you're already inebriated from the weed, so you're already a weaker person. And if somebody offers you cocaine, you're going to take it versus whereas if you are sober, surely if you you're, you're going to go, no. You would know mm-hmm. that weed doesn't change your your inhibitions the way alcohol would. You're not at likely to act silly or do something stupid. Absolutely, on but absolutely, but stop bringing alcohol into it because this argument 
argument yeah, is never, it, is and it never has alcohol, been. You tend to do stupid things. You act a bit silly. Your speech goes. Your brain starts to function. The whole brain function yep. of your brain changes. Absolutely. Whereas with cannabis, you're not as likely to make mistakes or to screw you want to bet. You want to yeah, bet? Well, I, I have I, I have wrapped a car around a tree smoking cannabis. That's why you don't smoke weed and drive. Nobody's talking about driving and smoking weed here, Steve. I know, but you're saying, but what you said there was that people, you know, when they're inebriated, they make stupid decisions. I was inebriated and made a terrible decision to get into a car and drive. Look, I hate when people use the alcohol argument. Absolutely. You blame cannabis for being out of your mind so much that you didn't know what you were doing. No, look, it's not like you're not out of your mind and you don't know what you're doing. Of course you understand you're driving a car. And in my mind, I thought I was driving like Miss Daisy, but I wasn't. Like, the foot was literally to the floor. And that the fact of the matter like is... There was something more than cannabis in your smoke. No, 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 absolutely not. I was only after smoking weed. Only after smoking weed. And well, I, I can hand on heart say that. But what you're doing, Katie, you're comparing alcohol to weed. I'm not comparing Stop them because they're very that. different. My point mm-hmm. is, is that... Well, no, you you have. You spent the last no, but, hour comparing the but, two. But because the point yeah. is, who are we to sit here and talk about something that, you know, changed the function? When most of us drink alcohol, it's a fair point, Stephen. Just and, because you don't like okay, the point okay. doesn't mean it should be shunned. <clears throat> It's a fair point, but most people who drink alcohol are equally idiotic for drinking alcohol. Alcohol is a poison. Well, then you, you realise that that's what it is. Then you agree with everything I've just said. Alcohol is a what poison. I, yes, but yes. what I'm saying is, if it was up to me, if a genuine evil was up to me, ban drink, ban alcohol. I'm sorry, ban alcohol, ban weed. What's, yes, absolutely. What Steve, what Steve is saying is that you're comparing apples to oranges talking about cannabis and alcohol. They are both... They're two very different things. They're two but very the different things. the point is that they're two different forms of drugs. No, but the point and he's making, and, like, I, and I actually agree with him, is that every time a conversation about cannabis comes up anywhere, people throw that same line. Oh, what about alcohol? What about alcohol? it is so hypocritical of people who drink alcohol to judge people who smoke a bit of weed when it is legal in some parts of the world. And it's legal okay, in some parts of the world Okay, fair enough, Katie. That's fair, yeah, fair no, enough. No, 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 no. Hang on, no, no. That argument as well doesn't want to be sure. And the death penalty is legal in certain parts of the world. Does that mean it should be legal here? No. Well, then why, exactly. are you, well, why are you even saying that it's legal? Because cannabis is different. Cannabis is different to the death penalty. We're not talking about life and death here. No, but it's you're cannabis. Just... The death penalty comes down to your personal opinion on whether you agree with the death penalty. And it's not the conversation today, so I'm not going to get into that. That's a different, whole different conversation. It's very hypothetical. No, but what you're people doing, Katie, here, and People aren't being put Katie. to death on the sly here in Ireland. People are smoking cannabis here in Ireland. So it's Go the ahead, conversation. Katie, let me, let, me, let, me, let me tell you something for nothing. At this moment in time, I deliver food. Um, you know, I deliver food for a takeaway. And the amount of doors that I knock at and there's young lads, 14, 15, 16, coming out of the door, and the bang of weed coming out of their house. And there's parents in them houses. They're yeah, not there just, on their yeah, own. That's that's terrible. That shouldn't be happening. Parents who are okay are actively okay. No, but why shouldn't kids. it be? Why, why shouldn't it be happening? If, if you shouldn't it's encourage is okay. your kids to do it. You shouldn't encourage. I wouldn't encourage my kids to drink. But it, but it's okay. You said you said cannabis. I didn't okay. say yeah. cannabis is okay. I didn't say. I said if we legalize it, we can take the power away from the people well, are doing it. But this isn't an argument anyway. about legalizing. This okay. is an argument. This is about the use of. I do not think it is as dangerous as people are making it out to be. And Steve, with all due respect, uh, this is probably going to sound very all ignorant, I'm go, but you do not sound ahead. like you smoke cannabis. You sound like you are this guy. Who, are, you, are you the guy who sent the message about kicking your son out because you sound clueless that you wrapped your car your car around a tree because of cannabis? Yep. I'm sorry, yep. cannabis does not have the same effects as well, alcohol. Well, Chris is just... Uh, hang on, Steve. Chris has just been on uh, and he says in his message, he says, uh, that man took every drug known to man and he blames weed. What a fucking donkey, uh, says that message. 
I smoked weed for a long time and I am in a much better position than you are to actually talk about this. Yes, you said that you have smoked once or twice and that was it. And that, But I have the experience to be able to say to you and everybody else who's listening and the parents of people who are listening that have kids who are smoking, it is ridiculous to allow them to do that because it will destroy their brain cells. But people I don't are think so any parents, Steve, dumb. actually allows their child to smoke Yeah, they it. do. Yes, they do. Yeah, you, you're living in a fairyland. That's a different. That's a different kind of person because I would never allow my kids to smoke it. The point I'm but they making... Turn, no, no, no. They, they'll turn a blind eye. Though. And I'm not saying that cannabis is great. It's not even on my radar. If it was made legal, it's not something I would even do either way. Even if it was made legal, I wouldn't smoke it. But I just think okay, that well, let me ask you a question about it. Let me ask you a question. Okay, Let's yeah. say your child, your child yeah. is 17, 18 years mm-hmm. of age and you catch him smoking weed. What are you going to do? I would give out to him, obviously, but I wouldn't kick him out of the house. Why? Why, 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 you, why you said there was nothing wrong with it? I, even if, I'm not, hang on, I didn't say there's nothing wrong with it here. Let's be clear. I didn't say there's nothing wrong with cannabis, okay? We all know it's a drug. There's just like alcohol, and I know you hate that, but we all drink alcohol, and we know it's not good for our liver, for our brain. We all don't addiction. drink alcohol. Yeah. Well, sorry, no, we don't. Most of us do. Most of us listening not now have excess. tried not alcohol. Not to excess, though. No, but we would drink it. No, but most you, of us listening do most, drink alcohol. Most cannabis users, maybe I'm wrong, and Steve can correct me, most cannabis users, the first thing they do when they wake up in the morning is they smoke a joint, yeah? Most people who drink alcohol recreationally, I'd be a recreational drink user, yeah, so would you. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never woken up and the first thing I thought was, let me drink a vodka. If I found that's a box of no, 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 John Pierre Blue, hang on, in my child's bag when he's 18, I would still give out to him. Obviously, yeah. no parent is going to actively encourage. But if I found out he was doing it as a teenager, you know... I try. I talk to him about it. I'd have an adult conversation. Okay, let, let's put the shoe on the other foot, Katie. Yeah. Let's say, let's say, let's say you found a bottle of WKD in his bag when he was eighteen years of age. Would you have the same would, conversation with him? Yes, I would try and teach him the responsible how to be responsible with alcohol, and I would try and teach him how to you know how to drink responsibly, and I would have an open conversation about how he should handle himself and the dangers of alcohol. I wouldn't go. And I- and how is you as a how is you as a non-smoker of cannabis teach your child about responsibility of smoking cannabis? I suppose through the years as he gets older, telling them, you know, don't smoke anything, not even cigarettes. I don't want any nicotine or smoke going into his lungs. Okay, but if... Oh, excellent, excellent. That's great. That is a perfect answer, Katie. And that's what you should be saying from the start of this for everybody's children, not just your own. Yes. Because you're sitting there going, Asher, sure, look, it's not too bad. And now when it comes to your child, no, you yeah. don't want any no, smoke no, in his no, lungs. No, no. It's okay said, for other people's kids. I never kids. said it's no. not too bad. I just said it's not as dangerous. I know there are the dangers of it long term if you're yeah. smoking constantly constantly all I said is it is not as dangerous as some people are making it out to be okay one final call on this thank you Steve uh, Elaine how are you hi how are you doing Jesus I need a break after all last my god you need a smoke <laughs> Katie, and, Katie and Steve going at each other like cats and dogs there what do uh, you what do you want to say me yeah. well the only thing the only gateway marijuana or weed is is gateway to the munchies Honestly, the, the only problem you have by smoking weed is by putting on weight. Because that's all you want to do is listen to music, look at the stars, and eat. So you don't think there's any long-term side effects to, to cannabis use? Even- research, research shows that marijuana could be more accurately described as a terminus drug because the vast majority of people who use marijuana do not go on to use illicit drugs. But are you are you just gonna? But are you going to ignore what Steve said there a few minutes ago? And are you going to ignore the research that has been published for years 
um, saying that there are that there are long term side effects to 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 long term uh, side effects. That would be like uh, saying, uh, look, there's a, a vast majority of people out there that have an addictive personality. So it doesn't matter what they put into their system. It could be uh, tobacco, alcohol, weed, uh, medi- uh, prescribed medication, food, even. Okay. Exercise. It'll just depend on what they decide that they're going to be, you know, what they get addicted to. And they could be addicted to multiple things at the same time. That doesn't mean that marijuana or weed is a gateway drug. Okay. And to be honest with you, it's, it's so mild on the, the scale. It's even less harmful to you than tobacco. In your, in your opinion, in your opinion. I mean, I'm looking, at oh, a, yeah. I'm looking at a report here from only last week uh, that was carried out and said teens who use cannabis uh, just once a week could face um, a six-fold increase in risk of schizophrenia. Um, I mean, there you go. Could. Oh, could. Okay. Yeah, see, that's not definite. That's only research saying could. And that could be because teenagers that have schizophrenia already or are prone to schizophrenia already, already smoke weed. Well, it's just saying that, it's, I mean? that it's, a teenager's brain is still develop, is still developing, and yeah. that's and that's yeah. still, and, and let's that's, not forget that cannabis is used and marijuana is used in some medical situations yeah. as for medicinal oh God, purposes. Yeah. And, and if it was that bad, again, to go back to what Steve says, obviously I wouldn't promote any smoking. All over America it. now, they yes. have centers that are selling it. Uh, the CBD oil, which comes from a marijuana plant, is um, in everything these yes, days. Yes, in fact, they're sponsors, yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, I'm not I mean, sitting here saying everybody illegal. should smoke weed and weed is no, okay. God, no. It's not I mean, like that at choice. all, but I just need, I think people should see it for what it is, okay? Everything in moderation. And I don't yeah, think, I think this then, is I think the if you were to deal. go nuts about it, I think the fact that it's illegal and you shouldn't have it behind them, you know. Right. And being 18, he should be more careful. I mm. mean, would his father rather be found him at 15 in a field, uh, you know, near alcohol poisoning because he's after mm. drinking a bottle of vodka? Because teenagers do that and their brains are still developing. Can you imagine that amount of vodka in their system? Imagine the effect on their brain for that. Like, uh, that kind of pissed me off there, your man Steve, making it out nearly that I was promoting it. I'm, I don't smoke it. It's not on my radar. But, lads kicking your son out because you find it little, we've all been 18 once yeah I mean I, I've never the, the have re- you never honestly never no, people, ever had people the... don't believe this when I tell them and I'm going to tell you all uh, as God is my witness no I believe you on, no, my, on, on, yeah. on my life um, I will tell you this on the podcast right now I have never tried an illegal drug and I've been to Ibiza three times where I was obviously offered it uh, I've been in the nightclub business nearly 30 years so it's I've seen it going coming and going um, I was in Amsterdam as well. The reason I've never taken a drug is because you know me very well. Yeah. You know I'm a control freak. Mm-hmm. I have to be. Oh, yeah. I have to be in control of, and that's why I don't even like being drunk because when you're drunk, you're not in control. I have to be in control of everything. And I mean, I've you heard, know that's not a good way to be, though. No, but that, you're either a control person or you're not. You can't change your personality. And I mean, I've spoken to friends who've gone to Amsterdam and mm. have, who've taken, you know, the the really strong hash brownies. And ended up running back to their hotel because they thought a big marshmallow man was chasing them because they were hallucinating so much. Hallucinating after taking cannabis. Well, whatever. I think your friends are telling well, you whatever, whatever, whatever's in the. Uh, well, so you can take different uh, different strengths. I People understand do. that, but cannabis doesn't make you hallucinate. I'm sure when you take cannabis, you still are in control. You're just a lot more chilled and relaxed. But you know, now unless cannabis has changed since I had it, but spoke of it in my teens, like. But I'd imagine yeah. it hasn't changed too much. Yeah, and. You know, that's the reason I often get slagged over and people, but sure, 
So what? I've gone through life quite happy without taking a drug. Um, and as well as the fear. I know people, and I've met people when I was when I was doing the mm. Ibiza, when I was going to Ibiza and all oh, I that. I can imagine. Who'd be taking like five yokes a night. Oh God, and no, no, Jesus, I'd be and terrified. I, and I always thought I would be the one person that would... That would do one drug, yeah, and I would, yeah. I'd end up. I remember years ago seeing a documentary. I was only young. It was about a girl who took an ecstasy tablet and died in the bathroom at a house party, and yeah. that put me off the thought of ever. Like that was enough to scare me. And I, I was showing my kids the same thing as they got older. Do you know what I mean? It's stories like that that will hopefully stop people taking them. But you know, I think people are going to take them regardless. I think, I think drugs are always going to be a part of our some society. People, some people just like taking risks in life. I'm not a risk taker and. I do let off steam. I'm going to let off steam. How? Building Lego in your pyjamas? I bet you wear Batman slippers and a Batman robe, do you? Oh, that's disgusting. Actually, don't answer that. Subscribe to this podcast for free on the Go Loud app.